Welcome back. Just one thing before we kick off with with uh, with questions in that usual format. About five minutes ago, it dawned on me. I, I, I don't know if this is an, an exclusive pattern, but this seems to be the trend. Referring to this diagram that we did this morning, um, when people, I've noticed two things. When people overlay it with, with another system, teaching, whatever, another tradition, when they overlay it with that from an intellectual perspective, it leads to confusion. Mm-hmm. Those who have uh, energetically kind of, you know, are tapped into their, the, the knowing of how this works, invariably they say, this is exactly what I learned in Zen Buddhism. This is exactly what my Sufi teacher said. It's kind of weird that those, those who, who've gone in there can completely seamlessly recognize that all systems are the same. But those who approach from their mind see, uh, see differences. Just an observation. But it's, it's happened too many times for it to be just a coincidence. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're off. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, there's, there's a lash of people. I'm going to start with yesterday's list, and then today's list starts with Laurie as well. Okay, come on, Patrick. Could you repeat the question that you asked us to, uh, to, yeah, at the end of this morning about uh, where, when the mind stopped, or where on the chart it was ah. uh, that there was this recognition about the mind? Yes. Okay. Can you recognize, feel? or intuit the, the, the change in mental environment, really, or the environment of perception. When your perception shifts from a lens that is primarily a function of mind and where a lens is only a function of pure consciousness. Yeah. Uh, I can sort of try and answer that. Okay. If, if you like. <laughs> two, in two ways. First of all, historically in time. And secondly, you know, how it's reflected in the chart. Okay. Okay. So, when I first met you five years ago, I had been with non-dual teachers and non-dual scriptures for two decades. And I was getting really... Uh, fed up, hit a, hit a brick wall. And the first time I saw you in Toronto five, uh, five years or so ago, I think I started expressing these doubts. And then you said, dead on! Uh, <laughs> so that was, uh, that was the first opening. Yes. Uh, maybe major glimpse. Yes. Yeah. And, um, but that, <laughs> that bloody mind... <laughs> wouldn't let go of metaphysics and, uh, and 
thinking about you know spirituality and so on. And um, <laughs> then about a year or so ago in Carlsbad, you I was asking a lot of questions, which and uh, you you said no. Listen very carefully to what I'm going to say. What would it be like if you had an urgent question in satsang and did not ask it? And to me, that was a koan. Yes. To, to, to this yes. being, a real koan. And then, boom, it exploded. The About split Two came. weeks later, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's how it, how it went. In that sense. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, and um, you have the chart. It's uh, it's very much into the tradition that I've been exploring recently. Is 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 uh, the uh, Semitic wisdom tradition of of Syria. As influenced by, believe it or not, that teacher Jesus of Galilee, mm. but a community that really understood what he was saying oh. and had his true, really got it. Got it, yeah. Yeah, including Mary Magdalene, which I love. Yes, loved. of course. And, she was the right hand yeah, disciple. Right yeah, hand, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And she is perhaps the only one that got it. Um, but then, even more generally, um, I think in the Western tradition, there's there's all, there's been this underlying theme of starting at the source and going away from the source and returning. Okay. Like that. Um, yeah. So that's what. Yes. This seems to be. And yes. I, and even applied at the at the micro personal level. You know, ah. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Some point <laughs> before we were born, we were at the source. Or as Zen, Zen says, uh, "Where were you <coughs> before your mother and father were born?" That kind of yes. source. Yes. Um, and I think the Sufis are like that too. I think. Uh, and so many things in creation are cyclical. There's a pattern of cycles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the chart, uh, the observer spent a lot of time observing body sensations, what comes through the senses, uh, thoughts, serious, you know, trains of thought. And actually, when I was teaching yoga, that's what I was teaching. Uh, and then... Then what happened, and this was also went right along fairly recently, uh, the I am saw the mind as a whole, saw the mind in its totality. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and uh, yes. And it was only after that that I think. Uh, Consciousness just took over, took over the driver's seat. Yes, very good. And then I, what you said the other day was, um, uh, 
when the mind, when the when a consciousness is in control, then the, the mind, the I, the me, can never regain control. However, <laughs> then this is a sort of what I found interesting. You said attention, too much attention can be directed to the mind. Yes. It's no longer in control, but too much attention can be directed to it. And it reminds me of another teacher who said, um, leave the mind alone. Yes. <laughs> kind of thing. So I found that was sort of, sort of interesting because this body-mind... Uh, has been diagnosed with attention deficit disorder. That's <laughs> 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 great. <laughs> so it's either all over the place or, or hyperfocuses. Yes. Yes. So yes. Well, when you said attention, that, that uh, triggered it, and uh, it's just a just a recognition of. Uh, of being aware about the tension. Yes. Aware about the tension. Yes. Because that that machine called mind is 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 available as long as mm. there's breath mm. in the body. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. it has its own madness. It's an amazing illusion making mechanism. <laughs> and the mind is still there, but it's as you said, it's the servant of consciousness. Yes, it's a servant. It's, it's useful. In fact, the mind's being used now. Yes, that's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. All right, now. Uh, what? It's that red line. Ah, is it? No. That's what I'm... That's... that's that, the British military formations used to be called the thin red line. Um... Okay, it's it's all it's about this shift into the into the red line, uh, devotion, beauty, yeah. love, uh, and I guess I was I have an example or, or a story about how that seems to be happening and. Um, I think if I had a genetic test, it would show that, that I had a lot of Celtic blood, <laughs> especially from Wales, but also from uh, Scotland and maybe Ireland. If the Anglo we all inbreed there, so if, most likely. I think <laughs> even with the Anglos? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't proclaim it widely. But <laughs> oh, dear. Um, And uh, I've been always fascinated by the Celtic cross mm. and, and Celtic spirituality. Mm. And my hero was Hildegard of Whitby, uh. who was a great uh, Celtic, uh, Celtic Christian, until you know, Rome twisted her arm and she had to, to switch over. Um, 
and the great and so that the cross has sort of become an icon. It sort of replaces yes. that chart. Okay. Okay. So uh, the vertical. Uh huh. Oh. Okay. The horizontal is time and space. Yes. The vertical is prior to time and space. Yes, it's outside of us, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Celtic cross has a circle in the middle. It sure does. Okay. So, in that circle, um, the, um, the horizontal is absolutely astounding. It's, 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 it's really, you know, a, a, it's a great adventure. You know, conscience of forgetting itself and then finally remembering itself. Um, but there are dark patches in it. And what I'm seeing is dark patches or maybe dark dots. And, then, and once from the circle, the vertical, uh, when it's in charge, does a clean-up operation on the horizontal. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and I guess the, the question would be, that clean-up operation may never be finished. It may never stop. Yes. Yes. Okay, that true? Yes. Okay. Uh, and when the <coughs> body-mind physically dies, uh, there still could be some of those dark spots. Sure. But so what? It's collapses anyway. Yes. Kind of and it's pure consciousness. Yeah. That's the vertical. So, That's of course, that continues it's, it's on. Pure, pure consciousness. Yes. Yeah. Now, Guess how this relates here to the red line is uh, it seems to a Celtic cross seems to have become an icon, an, an image, mm -hmm. and icons are something that that are worshipped. Mm -hmm. You know, we have the other in tradition, all kinds of things that mm -hmm. worship, but. It seems to me that that when the worship comes up, you know, but you know, in the sense that there's no distinction between the, the worshiper and the worship, it's mm. just a natural flow as we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that seems to be what's what's there. But it's it's different from the chart. The chart's yanak. It's uh, it's not something that can that inspires devotion or worship. But an icon like that that cross seems to here seems to do fulfill both purposes. Yes. The chart and and the object. Okay. That makes sense. It does. You I see think. What I'm doing? Almost. What's happening? Yeah. Uh, 
this is a, this is a little a little of a segue, but but it's holding me up, um, uh, taking my attention rather. Um, I read, or we were taught, I can't remember that that the Celtic cross with the circle on it, the circle was completely empty. Yeah. Until Christianity came along and, and continued, put the crisscross in the middle, joined the vertical. Uh-huh. But there yeah. was absolutely nothing. It was just circle. Yeah. So the yeah. really ancient spots in, in Ireland for sure. Yeah. The 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 crosses that are a couple of thousand years old, mm. there's no there's nothing in the circle. It's it, it's it's donut. It's just a circle. And, and it's yeah. just a circle and you've got the the, the 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 vertical lines and the horizontal lines coming out of the circle. Yeah. Okay, is that the Celtic cross you're talking about? Or are you talking about where there's a, a donut on top of a cross? A circle on top of a cross. Oh, I see. No, no, it's the first one. Okay. It's a circle. The real Celtic cross. All right. <laughs> the real, oh, yes. Yes, has emptiness. The, has to be the real one. Emptiness. Yes, well, you know. <laughs> I even had a stained glass uh, a man, uh, a glass worker, make one. Ah. Oh. Yeah. And it's coming out of the circle. Yes, it's yeah. coming out of the circle. Yeah. Okay, you get the image? You get the yeah, idea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. I just I just thought, like, hold on now, which image is he working with here? Yeah. Okay, yeah. back to you. That's where my attention was. Well, that seems, that comic cross seems to be the length, you know, the shift. Yes. In, in, into, the, into the red line. Uh, it, it marks it. Um, is the circle the red line? Where's the red no, line? No, what I mean by the red line is uh, it just represents the, the shift into devotion, uh, beauty, love, bhakti, I guess. Okay. Uh, that's all. It's just, all I'm talking about is the is the movement there? Yes. Uh, that's, that's it. Then and how do you see that in the cross? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm missing something. Okay, so the red line is oh, okay. red on our chart. Uh, okay. Uh, the cross seems to include by having the the horizontal in within time and the vertical way way prior to time. Okay. Uh, to me, just seems to include the the cross. I mean, it seems to include the diagram. Okay. That, that's what it. So it, yes. it sort of, in a way, it represents progression in that diagram. Yes. Yes. As well as somehow stirring up something inside uh, about devotion. Okay. It's, it's probably the the uh, the Western influence. I mean, for heaven's sakes, and the West has been across, you know, for two thousand years. But it's you know completely misinterpreted. Indeed. Yeah, it, it's a you yeah, know. But I think the Celts had it. Yes. Right from the uh, yeah the beginning. Yeah. Um, but then you said. This natural flow of devotion um, and that icon there's sort of a dropping down into 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 love. Yes. 
Yes. At that point. Yes. And there's there's no God across anyone. Yes. Yeah. So so as an icon, it served to pull the whole thing together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I just thought I'd share that as 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 how it worked here. Yes. Kind of thing because uh, I guess when we see this teaching here. We're always tending, certainly me, and you know, we're tending to, okay, let's just compare that with Buddhism, Zen, yes. Advaita, yes. uh, and so on. Yes. And uh, I guess for me it was, a, uh, it was a more Western tradition that came up. Yes. And it was through that yeah. that was the entry point. Yes. Because... That's what the Dalai Lama said. He said, you Westerners better darn well go back to your own tradition. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You yeah. know what? Better yeah. go back. We Westerners that we're, should go back to our own tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're, we're uh, culturally... Uh, it's embedded. It's embedded. In this culture. It's embedded. And yeah. There's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. And that includes uh, the Jewish tradition too, because after all, this so-called master of reality was a Jew. Indeed. And he was based on Jewish mysticism. Yes. Of the Semitic Middle East and so on. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of circling back home. It's like it's like Nancy going to live with her mom, you know. There you are. <laughs> it's that kind of, it's that kind of, you know, you, you, very often on this path you get brought right, right back home to where you came from for closure. Closure, closure, closure. And then you get understanding. Then acceptance. Then it's done. It's done. You, you know it's done then, you know. You know. And it's quite likely that, <clears throat> Susan, in time, you might be brought back to the States to just brought back to the States to, oh, seeing it in another way, seeing something else that it has, but for sure you got to leave it now, for sure. Yeah, it's funny, this cycle thing, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. Yeah, going home for, for closure and really, really understanding what, what you know, uh, the path is so much about letting something else go that, we often throw the baby out with mm, the bathwater because mm, mm, we mm. don't have the wisdom or the maturity to decipher what's, you know, what's the overlay and what's the essence. So when we come back with our wisdom, then we can find the essence, you know. And it, it's comforting to know that the cleanup work is still going on. Yes. Yeah. Realizations continue always. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. new seeings, new new. Of course. Yeah, and also certain habits and, and yeah. behaviors, conduct, 
yeah. are, are still being cleared They're away. They're always being washed out. Washed yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. This, this is an ongoing process. It is. And you know it's not you. It's just, yeah. it's just consciousness refining itself, continually refining itself. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Thank Beautiful. You, Thank you, Patrick. So if we overlay the cross on this, so our blue vertical on the left is, is with totality and pure consciousness. That's the center part. And the end of the horizontal heading to the right is the personal me there. And then we could put a mirror image on it. Do you know? Mm. We could flip it over. It's like it's half the cross. You see? It's half the cross. We could flip it over because the, that trajectory is linear time. You know? Hmm. And what about the circle? Yes. Well, where I have a triangle, where I'm linking the totality down to the edge of the density of Maya, where I have that sloping line coming down. There's the arc. Yeah. Hmm. All bleeding through, huh? Charlie, would you like to come up? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good! <laughs> yeah. yeah, pull um, that really close, like yeah. a couple of inches. Thanks. Uh, I, I guess first I wanted to say thank you. You're um, Somehow you came in to my field uh, about six months ago or so. And um, through a friend uh, mentioned you, and so uh, I downloaded some some of the satsangs and I listened to the satsangs. And it was at a time when I was going through uh, a real crisis for myself. Um, um, I have a business with thirty employees, and we made some big moves, and everything was leveraged out on my my house and. So basically, yeah, I was like on the edge, and um, I've, you know, often fallen into depression, and that's been kind of debilitating for me. So, or so you know, and at a time when I was like really getting pushed, and it seemed like you know we would just start to make it, and then something else would come in and challenge us again, and I would kept on. Uh, you know, being at the edge of like, okay, should I go on medication again? You know, and uh, I had a, I always carried around prescription bottle in my bag with uh, uh, anti-anxiety okay. pills. Mm. So for when things get into crisis. Yeah. Um, and but you know, I started, uh, you know, listening to you about you know uh, going. Uh, Going beyond, going, going back, yes. going back, and so you know, I started um, with when I would kind of get that uh, impulse to, you know, like reach in my bag and get an anxiety pillar. I would just breathe in really deep, and you know, try, you know, to the point where I could feel it cold in the back of my head, like mm. up here in the back of my head, mm -hmm. and somehow, you know, that uh, that enabled me to uh, kind of uh, manage you know, through those, like, those really critical moments, instead of, like, you know, getting a crutch out, 
and 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 it was a sort of a not only a crutch but then there was kind of like a I don't know I was afraid it felt like a fall to me somehow okay so um, so I you know I give thanks for just being able to hear that yes you know yes and um, and then in you know in this uh, I've been trying to use this uh, in my life of course um, and then you know yesterday or the day before when you were speaking about you know, coming back to awareness and then you know being aware of awareness you know I, I get to this point where you know I can see the the mind uh, when I can see it as uh, um, well you know it's often referred as monkey mind or a little demon or, or you know mm. a little smart something you know kind of that's when I can see it trying to kind of pull me into it. and oftentimes I just kind of go that way but then you know other times I can see you know I, I, I can observe it and then you know I also uh, have a sense this happened today on a walk today you know I, I was like I could see that and then I, I you know I, I could see my body as like moving along but you know it's like uh, I, you know I wasn't sure it's like it had its own uh, mechanics going on it's like I, I, it was going on without me giving it a map or anything like that. Happy day. You know? Yes. And, um, yes. Walking was happening, but nobody was walking. I couldn't figure out, you know, you know, and I knew, like, okay, you know, it's like I'm observing it. And then I was a sense of, okay, then, then there's another sense, like somebody, like another watching over that somehow. Okay. And um, so I get to this point where I can, I get, um, I can you know, see my thoughts and see the observer and also like seeing aware, you know, being aware of that process and then have another sense of kind of like, a, it's like this other field of awareness. But then, you know, it's like, then it's like, I said, well, the, <laughs> I don't know what to do because I'm in my mind. I can't, it's like, I want to maybe lean back and fall into it or yes. something like that. Yes. But I don't know how to do that. Yes. Because it's not an actual physical falling. Mm. Yes. So. Okay. So at that point, what is useful is to give mind something to chew on and forget about it. So it can be something like, dissolve me, dissolve me, dissolve me. Something that kind of has a, a, a prayer to connect, to, to, to uh, you know, to keep the way open to what's behind rather than in front. Something like, yeah, it's like, just take me. Mm -hmm. that, so that can work. It's like a talk. You're, once again, it's like the mind talking to itself it, or something. It is. It's like, it's like giving the mind something that will make it looser, give it looser. Because mm -hmm. it needs to be busy because it's going to go, right. what's happening here? What's happening here? Quick, quick, quick. What's happening here? What am I supposed to do? And it's only right. going to get more, more, more towards. Uh, yeah, and then it falls out. Story. Yeah, you fall, you fall out, out. Then it's, and it's out of reach again. So, so to give the mind something that keeps it open and relaxed, mm. you know, or even there's nothing happening here. There's absolutely nothing happening here. It's like you're conditioning the mind with like, 
almost like a tree telling a child, there's nothing to see here. There's nothing here. There's nothing for you here. That works also. Or something like, there is no personal eye. There's no personal eye. <laughs> Charlie isn't real. Charlie is not real. Charlie is not real. Repeating mm. that. Repeating something that will soften it or, 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 or give, it a, give it a sentence that's more based on the truth than believing the concepts. Mm-hmm. But it needs to get something in order to kind of give it something to chew on. Something that repeats. Right, right. Something to chew on. So, and then, you know, I think I've been in those places without, like, consciously giving it something. Sure. Yeah, and if and that then it's happens, just a gap, you know. Yeah, if, absolutely, it's a gap. It's fine, but at some point, there, uh, at some point, the split can be helped along. Uh-huh. It can. Yeah, great if it happens automatically, but you know, some of us don't have to wait for grace. No, no. <laughs> I guess that's it. Good for, for you. Now. Thank you. Is the business out of the woods, or what happened there? Well, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, just in the same way that all the, uh, like the energetics that brought it to this crisis point, there were things that I could never manage. And I was like, okay, you know, it's like I have to surrender this because this is not me not doing anything. This is about something being done that is beyond me. Very good. And then, uh, very good. I, you know, uh, uh, a prince, Raja, came into my life and came into partnership with me. <laughs> <laughs> so that part is saved. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. Play with it and see how you do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thurston was from yesterday as well, I think, wasn't it? No, it was from this morning. Oh, okay. Was that th- a third person from yesterday? I think it was me. Yes. Would you like to come up? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So a lot of my questions have been answered uh, practically faster than I can dream them up. <laughs> Great, yeah. As soon as one comes, a person comes up, and that's just what I was going to delve into. So, well, I guess there was um, the beautiful time yesterday and when anybody's been up there's been a sense of such permission maybe it's not permission it's there's nothing to fix here there's nothing to change there's such a sense of perfection with every person that's come up and a, there's a there's a little bit of 
performance anxiety in me, but there's something that says, well, anything I bring up here, anything that comes is going to be perfect. Yes. Uh, and it's been showing Including performance anxiety. Including performance anxiety, yeah. Uh, and it's here, I'm feeling, uh, yeah. am I going to show my, am I going to be seen? Yes. Do I want to be seen? And part of me wants to be seen, and part of me doesn't want to be seen. Uh, and they're sort of struggling. Yeah. So <coughs> here I am. Yeah. In spite of the mind <laughs> pulling two ways. <laughs> yeah. So there's confusion here. There's a lot of unenlightenment here. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, performance anxiety. There's and there's a, also a feeling um, of sort of affection for them all now. For the uh, for for these expressions for within these, you. Yeah. Yes. For all mm. these. Mm. Um, Yeah, since I don't have to fix them or get rid of them, I can just sit with them for a bit. And mm -hmm. it feels like that's all they want. <laughs> you know, they just seem to need that kind of being seen just as they are, you know, ratty tatty or all funny looking or whatever they are. They just want, that's how they are. Yes. And that's, it just feels so good. Yes. Ugh. They're just expressions. Yeah. Yeah. Just something expressing. Yeah. And the mind says, it's right or wrong, I like it, I don't like it, it's okay, it's okay, it's not okay, it's socially acceptable, it's unacceptable. It's oh. Bullshit, like, bullshit. Yeah. They're just yeah. expressions. What the heck? What's the point in bringing in this judging device to make a drama out of nothing? Yeah. It's expression. It's like the breeze blowing the blinds. It's just an expression. It's just doing its thing. And as you say that, I think there's a little bit of attachment I have to those expressions. Ah. I, I suddenly sense that. Well, she's taking away my expressions, mm -hmm. blowing them off in the breeze. Yeah. I'm sort of getting fond of them. So there's ownership so, of the expression yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, Mine yeah. does that too. Yeah, yeah. You can feel hmm. that. Hides them, defends them, projects yeah. them. My whole life is taken up doing that. Now that you mention it, mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, is that going to continue? Or? Or? Uh -huh. No, it feels uh, well. It's like you're onto it now. You're onto yeah. the bigger picture yeah, of it exactly. now. I mean, I, th I think I knew it before, but it still took over many, many, all a lot of the time. Yeah, and it's exhausting. Yes, very exhausting. So the yes. things I'd rather do. There's what other things I'd rather do. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. It's much calmer. Yes. The expressions don't need to be monitored or watched at all. Mm. At, at all. Mm. How they are received by others is really none of our business at all. That's consciousness managing that other local point of perception, you know? 
So just like thoughts were coming down. But they need a little attention, don't they? You'll find not. I sort of was feeling that they needed that, um, that they were parts that didn't get that attention or that were pushed away or uh, okay. shoved down. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the ones that, the ones that I mostly shoved down and pushed away or when I was little were done, so I learned to do that to them. So okay. that's in there too. Okay. So. Okay. So, so there's, um, there's a wisdom, I suppose, that we develop in being able to discern what parts of us need healing mm-hmm. and, and what are just yeah. fine. Yeah. Just looking for attention for no reason at all. Mm. And it's, it's wise to be able to figure out, okay, like, wh- what really does this need? And only give it what it needs rather than making drama out of it. Mm-hmm. But figuring out if it authentically needs something yeah. first. Yeah. Because the mind will use that, that healing uh, model in order to keep the show going forever. Yes. There will be always stuff to heal. That rings true. Always be stuff to heal. Yeah, but as Patrick just said, you know, it's like the clearing still goes on. But it's consciousness doing it. There's no ownership over it being my life, somebody's life, somebody's issues, somebody's stories. It's like, sure, that's gobbledygook, you know, that's just speak. You know? I don't it's have just, to do anything. You've got to have the wisdom to know which the, which which is uh, what what expression needs what, mm-hmm. and it, it requires a fair bit of honesty mm-hmm. and a bit of life wisdom, which I'd say you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, say like, okay, is there something here that just needs to be seen and expressed? All right, mm-hmm. but if it happen without drama, you'll find. Mm-hmm. It's like just something breaking and rising to the surface. It's mm. like that. Mm. Working things out, that becomes less and less and less. Mm. You know, unresolving an issue, that, all of that stops. Resolving issues, that stops. Yeah. 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 But refinement continues. Yeah, I remember the first evening here, uh, you said, that's an old habit, let it go. Oh, that easy. That easy, yeah. That easy. Yeah, that easy. And someone in me was saying, damn, my job, my job was just taking away. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes, so, the fixer. The fixer. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a relief. Yes. Yes. It's like the effortlessness is, is, is unfolding in front of my eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're getting a taste of the effortlessness that's actually yeah. the authentic thing that happens. Yeah. It, it actually is effortless. Yeah. And I sort of had that, what do you call it, an echo of that in my body. I sort of know that. I yeah. have been talking it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but not walking it. Or? Yes. 
Sure. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's just to allow that effortless. Yes. Yes. I think I can do that. I'd say so too. <laughs> sure. Okay. It's Mary, is it? Helen. 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 Okay, I'll get the new name soon. Any day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Helen. Potentially. <laughs> okay, we've got Henry, we've got Thurston, and we've got Laurie, and we've got Dean. Are you ready, Thurston? I keep going back to you because I don't want to forget about you. You know... I'm ready, but other people can go because I've been up a bunch. All right, perfect. Okay, let's go with Laurie then. Let's. I'm glad we're on the effortless theme. Mm. I need a dose. illness and something's been happening uh, maybe just the last six weeks so I've had um, Lyme disease for 25 years and it manifests they call it the great imitator because it just manifests really differently in different people I don't have the pain um, it's neurological um, so I'm, and so it, it really affects brain functioning, which is why I wrote this out this morning. Uh -huh. um, helps me. Okay, so the symptoms are episodic in that um, I can be free of symptoms for three or four days, mm. and then they come. Mm. Um, there have been times when I had seven months free of symptoms, mm. but then it revs up again. Um, Four days a week is a bad week. So 50% of the time on average. Mm -hmm. And it's in my nervous system, the gut, and the brain. Yeah. Uh, central nervous system, oh. all brain. And so when I'm clear, um, I'm pretty clear. Uh -huh. And I have a lot of access to joy, um, spaciousness. I can, I can move around that map. Yeah, you know, maybe someday I'll get to sit here, like when I don't have symptoms, and mm -hmm, we can mm -hmm. play in the map. There, it, I love life. I love to engage with life. I, I'm kind of a happy camper. And then um, when the symptoms come, there's lesions in the brain, and they hit on the pituitary um, and all those glands, and so it's inflammation and it's the immune system, and um, so it creates like hormonal emotions that aren't don't belong to the character. Yes. And it's like biological irritation in the brain. Yes. That feels like the character is irritated. And obviously I have my own personal reaction to thing as it unfolds, but um, the main thrust of it is like biological. So it affects hormones, emotions, perception, cognition. And it's like um, mental, emotional disability. Seriously, is last week I was in Florida and 
I had my directions all off and I'm in the rental car and I really, I don't know what the words mean. You yes. know what I mean? I, yes. I, I, yes. I'm talking to the attendant and yeah. I don't know There's what no the words mean. Yeah. And yeah. yesterday my symptoms are bad and I thought it'd be too risky to come up here when I don't know what the words mean. So today, the day after I have symptoms, it's like the nervous system just amps. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's so revved. But, you know, it's not like yesterday I was gone, I was in the dryer. So today there's some awareness, but um, it's just this nervous system, you know, gets very overamped. But I, I'm on the way out of it, so I have some um, uh-huh. ability to have a conversation. Okay. So, la, la, la. so what happens is, so I spend 40% of my life in this state, and I'm someone who has a desire to navigate in consciousness, you know? And uh-huh. so I, I, I do that, you know, for whatever work, and that's what I need guidance on is for those moments so um so so for 25 years the the movement is i would describe maybe kind of glacial glacial okay um and 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 these survival coping mechanisms get triggered when i'm in it and the way it responds is this pushing and effort Mm -hmm. and will because um, there's like a survival fear that gets triggered yeah because the, the physical body wants to live and it needs food and it needs to like yeah. certain life functions and so yeah. the way I've responded is just this pushing and yeah. I just can't do it anymore you know okay. it's just it's so worn out yeah. and the pushing is like it's another coping mechanism yes. you know it's just I, I'm glad it's tired you know yes. because I, I'm so Oh, so it's a fear of that um, vulnerability. And then, so I can, like, when I'm clear, I can kind of be in the spaciousness. And it's just like, whammo, into the personal me. But it's not just the personal me. It's, like, so, like, wound up, you know, in this irritation. I'm almost done with this story. Okay. <laughs> so, so here's what happened. That was, like, it just sounds so silly, and I'm hoping you can get it. So... <coughs> I've been on the spiritual path like forever, but I just kind of really started looking at identity work and inquiry, you know, Ginny did it to me, Um, and uh, so it's really like helping the Titanic is just like making a little move. So I start, so basically like these coping mechanisms of pushing and force and hard will and effort. It just, there were no other options. There just weren't available. And so something, a shift that happens is that, mm, I guess the, the new thing is I would describe it as, I just am letting, able, for the first time, to let myself get a little soft around it. Yes. And it's like, it's like going against the pushing and I just kind of, just kind of can curl up with it. It's almost kind yes. of like, mm, Aikido or you know I had this friend who used to sprain his ankle he was an athlete and he taught himself how to collapse so he wouldn't harm himself and it's kind of like that so I just I let myself go down and I have more softness and the kind of survival terror is running but I just kind of get real quiet rather than going to war with it all right and it's it's good I know this is good because uh, it's the war that I can't do anymore yes it just yeah. 
it's like the body, you know, really, if I do four days, which is kind of bad, four days in a row, the body just says, look, we want to, you know, we want to get out of the body if you're going to keep this pushing. Yes. And so, yeah, so that's been a shift. So, um, and so what's helped is, so in that moment, I can't navigate in consciousness like I can't, like the idea of like, of like being in the witness would be like, I'm going to go down and lift this house up right now. You know, yes. it's just, it's, yes. it's a brain thing. Yes. Okay. So, but the softness and some kind of ungripping is happening, some kind of unwinding. Um, I think some kind of shift happened where I, I have some glimmer that the symptoms are not separate from who I am, which is a big shift because that survival pushing is like just this knee-jerk revulsion of the symptoms. There's something in this softness that I'm, I'm not declaring it as separate from who I am mm-hmm. in the biggest sense. So, And so then this kind of gentle inquiry of like, you know, this brain-damaged one is who I am. Is that true? You know, and I can kind of get a little bit of gentleness of, mm-hmm. of course not, you know, that's not who I am, so a little more space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, and, and then, like today, so I had the symptoms yesterday, so yesterday's a perfect example, where I, I woke up, I had the symptoms, and if I, I could have done my softness routine, but it re- would have required me to go back to bed at nine, and I thought, no, I'm, I came here, I'm coming to satsang, but... I had the symptoms all day because I had to do the hard force to move the body, the food. I had to fight the, like the softness. I'm hoping it won't take a complete focus and physically laying down to do that approach maybe someday. But it would have yesterday. I'm kind of at this primitive stage of trying a different uh, strategy. So when the softness is there... Are you saying you actually wouldn't be able to feed yourself? No, no, no. But to get here, to do what I would need to do to get here and sit in the collective at 10.30, I couldn't have done what I needed to do. You know, I would have needed to probably be in bed in the morning. Okay. Rather than here. Okay. Um, is, 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 is your life in such a way that there's space to do that? Sometimes. So it's like, it's kind of like, you know, responsibilities. I try and make the responsibilities of my life happen, you know, late morning so that there's more, plus the symptoms are worst in the morning. So it's like, I don't even, (laughs) I can't function most of the morning. So, yeah. And so, but there are times when I have responsibilities that I can't do that. So then I have to go back and do the hard force. Okay. And that just so exacerbates suffering. Yes. But sometimes, you know, there are things in the world that need to be done. So anyway, it's so primitive, and and I'm really kind of, because 25 years is a long time, so even this little shift, um, it's like it just became available. I'm really excited, and um, I just, I don't, um, I'm just here. I'm open to, like, how can I work? With consciousness, with brain damage. <laughs> if you have any suggestions, it seems to want to happen with me. And um, I've arm wrestled with it. Hmm. Let's see if I've said it all. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's possible, but I seem to want to. So, I don't want an intellectual reply, I want the most authentic reply. Do you know that the totality, that pure consciousness, is manifesting as Lyme's disease? On a regular basis, I do. I can't say. It's like, you know, when I'm clear of the symptoms, I can have that experience. Yeah. And I can bless the Lyme disease. When I'm in it, it's like, fuck no. So, you know, I can get... I mean, there's a wide range of how bad the symptoms are. So, it's episodic. We're going to go with the question again. Okay. Do you know, not on an intellectual basis, but do you authentically know right now? Right now. Right now. Do you know that consciousness is manifesting as Lyme's disease? That that is consciousness too? I do. I wish it wouldn't, but I do. Why do you wish it wouldn't? What can be wrong with some part of consciousness? What is it that wants to improve on the exquisite perfection of consciousness in manifestation. What's that about? The only response would come from the personal me that doesn't want to experience it. So... Okay, so, and is that a real thing, or is it a habit, or is it, how, how much life force and vitality is there behind that voice that doesn't want to experience it? Um, I'm pretty close, you know, I'm pretty close to the personal me when I have the symptoms, so, you know... It's it it really does vary depending on my consciousness. So right now, I know this is what I have. This is what I have. But um, do I wish this cup would be taken from me? <laughs> Often, yes. So I have to own that. Okay. You have to own that. That I visit that place regularly. Sure. But, but, like, okay, on one level, consciousness is doing that too, but actually it's just a manifestation of suffering. Yes. The rejection of what is is what's creating the suffering. Yes. That's, thank you for giving those words. That's the inkling that is starting to turn the Titanic around. Is that, I've known that, but it's like, somehow, mm, Whatever allows that to happen, of the not rejecting. Yes. <laughs> There's just this little ability to um, let that happen. Yes. That's what's making the shift. Yes. So from the wider perspective, when this is happening and the symptoms are full on, consciousness is fighting with consciousness. <laughs> really. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's a bit futile. That's kind of going nowhere, really. You know, let, let's just, you know, use our right hand to whack our left hand, you know, you know, and just punish it, really. It's like, 
It's the same friggin' thing. It's the same organism. It's just consciousness. All of it. But it has been split in somehow in your understanding. That's why it's important for you to, in your good day now, to like really, really know, really see, really grok that consciousness manifests as Lyme disease. Oh, this is not a good day. This is not a good day? This This is is almost going to a good day. This is the off-ramp. All right. Oh, okay then. So if we get it today, it's gonna. It has access to both sides. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Good. That's why I wanted to come up today. Yeah. Perfect. I'm half in and half out of my. You're half in and half out. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. It's bleeding both ends, both sides. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not that there's something wrong when you have Lyme's disease. The actual root of what's wrong is in your consciousness when you're well. Okay. So so. So knowing today and tomorrow that consciousness manifests as Lyme disease and what the heck is the thing that wants to reject that? What is that? What is that? Is it like a victim? Is it a rebel? Is it, what is it? Is it an archetypal pattern like that? Or is it just a bad habit? Is it because you didn't know any better? What is it? What is that? The part of consciousness that wants to fight consciousness. Because it's at some level it's saying this is not okay. Well, it feels like it's a desire for comfort and wanting what it wants and more ease and a whole list of running desires. Mm. The personal self, want to have a career, want to want this and want that. Yeah, yeah. So, so what consciousness is doing isn't good enough for that one? or mm-hmm. oh. It's kind of screwed up in its plan for you a little bit? Mm. It does that, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Totality doesn't know itself at all, really. <laughs> exactly. It's mm. hubris. <laughs> there aren't so many divisions at all. But, but the root of the division is in your good day. Because when, when there's some... I've seen enough people with serious psychiatric illness to, to actually wake up like as an as in enlightenment, as self-realization, and to have total, total, total space allowance for the dysfunction to, to come and have its way and take them under and they come out again. And, and something is just like, okay, I've got to wait for that to spin out. And it's held, and it spins out, and it's fine. And there is no separation between the two. There's no separation. There's complete knowing that consciousness needs to, needs to uh, at that time, express in what the world would call a dysfunctional way. But consciousness does not see it like that. But mass consciousness does. So it's the unplugging. Personal consciousness and mass consciousness. of It's a disease. It's a dis-ease. Right, so there's a mass consciousness, not just yourself. There's another heavy trunge in there influencing the belief system that it's a dis-ease. You know, yeah. it's only in the subject-object realm. Are you are you kind of feeling into the zone? I'm trying to expand mm-hmm. for you. Okay, mm-hmm. good for you. Good for you. 
It doesn't need to go away to get better, to be less. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, and if the mind cannot access pure consciousness on your, your off days, your, your ill days, let's say, pure consciousness is there, does not need the mind to recognize that it's there. It doesn't. It doesn't. Really, it doesn't. The mind can be off doing its wacky thing. The volume might be loud, the volume might be low. But if there is no fighting of the illness within the illness. All right, now, now, now there's space for, for uh, the totality to actually freely do its illness. <laughs> Which, of course, it isn't an illness at all. It's just it expressing whatever it needs to express. It feeling what it needs to feel. So it's your own consciousness that allows the separation, the perspective of separation to bleed into your off days. Yeah. Yeah. And what I recently have given up is, it's like I do the treatments, but I've given up this, you know, urgency uh, to fix it. It's like today, the way my nervous system is, there's a million things I could do to even out my nervous system. Yeah. But the movement is towards just, this is how my nervous system is today. All right. No? All right. Great. Can I let it be okay? Can you let it be okay? Okay. So, once a shift happens in your understanding and in your own wisdom, this shift that you've, you're, you're, you're onto, it's quite possible that you pick up things that make your system, nervous system feel better, that will help your nervous system to feel better. We tend to drop things for a while and then it comes back in a completely different way. Mm. You, you will pick up something to make your nervous system feel better because it will be motivated by pure consciousness. Rather than fixing it. Because there's nothing friggin' broken. There's nothing out of kilter. There is nothing wrong with Lyme's disease. Nothing wrong with those symptoms at all. Nothing. So as long as you're fixing yourself, we're just, we're just bringing, we're, you know, we're just continuing on that paradigm of separation and right and wrong. But pure consciousness might well, oh, gosh, huh, the system's got to feel better because I'm, look what I'm doing. I'm going for this. It's very different gig, very different energy. And this desperate clawing for a cure. That's more suffering than the feckin' illness. That's more <laughs> suffering. That's actually more intense and more painful because it's further away from your true nature. Lyme disease isn't the issue. Rejecting what is and trying to improve on pure consciousness is. I think rejecting what is was a pattern that was there way before the land. Oh, for sure! I think I popped out saying that. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) 
we, we often get illnesses that exacerbate a belief system that we weren't able to see before. It often goes like that. That's the exquisiteness of the totality, you know? It's just, it's perfection. We just see tiny little snippets of the perfection, but really it's quite magnificent once we stop trying to fix what's not broken. So, I'm getting the whole global gist of this. Uh huh. In terms of the micro, in those moments, uh, do you think a phrase in those moments when the brain is more, when I'm in the dryer? Or uh, any ideas? Let this express as it wants. Let's try that one. And it, you'll find another phrase when you've that one sucked dry. <laughs> you know how it goes like that sometimes. And so if it means you walk into satsang quarter past 11 instead of 10.30, that's what happens. You know, if the move is like, no, actually, no, there's, there's nothing here that's going to get up and, and make that happen. Okay. You can always make it happen. That's the problem. That's what's got to stop. There's a, like a stop. level of cruelty in it. Oh, you're mm. hurting yourself. That's another passion that's going to come up and, you know, it's coming up, showing its face. Yeah, you're awake. That was a very beautiful exchange. It was very helpful for me. <clears throat> I, I don't have a chronic disease. Um, is it Laurie? Laurie, huh? Yes, Laurie. But um, as you know, my daughter has a chronic disease and she's right now going through a lot of physical pain. And she's also a truth lover. And um, I kind of had a similar dialogue about it in the direction um, and I think her words were, you know, I want to get rid of this fucking pain. Yeah. And I can understand that. Yeah. So in the midst of when you are going through, like, how, what can one do when you are really in that state of very strong physical pain? What should one do? What can you say to her? Is, is that what um, you're Actually, saying? I am... Yes, that's, yes, but also similar things may apply to us because there are levels of pain and suffering. Okay, because there are two scenarios. Yes. Okay, so the first one with your daughter, when she's saying, I want to get rid of this fucking pain, that's, she needs to have the experience, it needs to break her. It needs the to, pain needs to break yeah, her. Yeah, it needs to yes. break her. Her resistance needs to break her. Mm. It's her resistance is the problem, as we know. Yes. Right? But so the, she's got to see that the resistance is futile. 
Oh, yeah, that's a phrase, isn't it? Resistance is futile. <laughs> yeah, she's got to see that the resistance is actually... She's got to get that herself, that, that I can't fight this anymore and be on her knees crying. I can't. Okay, and then when, when the will to resist is broken. All right, now, now we can start to turn it around. She might have to come to that point. Because mm-hmm. there, there's, no, there's no space for someone to listen to, to, to another way because it's, it's, it's contracting. It's, it's still mm-hmm. contracting for her. Right. Right? So that's, that's the life cycle of that experience for her. So in other scenarios, when there's, when there's a lot of physical pain or emotional pain, the desire to get rid of it is the most the most upscuttling thing. That's the thing that that really is a hindrance. Yes. The desire to get rid of it. Kind of tough when you've got like a toothache or a migraine, you know, it's like something intense. It's like, hold on, just drop the desire to get rid of it. And somehow perspective is, oops, it's not me, myself, I that's in this awful pain then. And of course it softens. Mm-hmm. We, we, we literally run different neurological perceptors. So, you know, the pain is read in a different way. Thank you. Now my question. Yes. Um, The question that you're asking a couple of days ago to Han, Mm -hmm. and the question was, what is love to you? Yes. And that question really hit me very hard. Aha. I've never actually looked at that question. You know, one talks about truth, the expression of truth, this and that, Advaita, all this kind of stuff. Yes. But this question I'd never actually looked at. What is love to you? What is love to me? Yes. So I sat with this question um, this last couple of days. And it's interesting that really the mind never came up with an answer, or it did not want to answer, or maybe it couldn't answer. Um, and then, when you put up this diagram, the movement starts much earlier, the movement of love. So, mind has no access to that. Correct. Um, and I look at this chart, it's, it's, it's a diagram. It's a beautiful chart, you know, and especially... This green stuff, and it's a nice paradigm, but then, so what, and now what? <laughs> you know, uh-huh. it's, just, it's good to understand, to explain to people. I've, and I, it's interesting to see that people are interested in the red line. Yes. Because somehow there is an intuition that maybe this is a shortcut to say, okay, if, if love... <laughs> How many of you read it like that? Okay. Minority though. Okay. In a sense that, you know, this, this, the path of Jnana is, is beautiful actually. I, I spent a lot of time in this as, as Patrick here and I wouldn't have traded for anything. Yes, the it was so good. Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. But then now, now I'm seeing, okay, it's fine and dandy. Now, so what? Because there is still no perfume. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feels, and this somehow feeling that really the the perfume is in the love. Yes. 
And so I guess the question is, how does one evoke this love as often as possible? So mind has asked the question. Sorry? Mind has asked the question yeah. at the end. Ah. What would love say? I guess the love would say, just let be. Oh, let it be. Maybe so. You wouldn't ask how anyway. Yes. Mm. So what is love to you? I don't know. I think I can only say what love is not. I'm not kind of being facetious or giving you an intellectual answer because um, <coughs> it is love. Um, and I don't want to repeat what you said, that love is a movement because that's, that's, that's different. That's not... Um, I really, yeah, I, like the other day, you know, you were saying, you know, even this um, unconditional love is not the love that you're talking about. So we can only express this in, in really negative terms. Because love is just an understanding, it's a feeling yes. that you you just feel, you know it. Yes. That's all I can say. And yes. when it is there, then it is there. And But sometimes I certainly don't feel that all the time. Okay. So what if all of the self-knowledge path were to drop from the intellect into the heart? Anatomically. Energetically, in every whatever works for you, what if that wisdom, what is understood, was to drop into the body? Into the heart center. Then that would be the end game. There would be, and that is love. That is peace. Because then there is no separation, there is no distinction. Yes. Would there be a, a loss for the mind, for the intellect? Absolutely not. Okay. Can there be an opening for that transition to happen? If anything, it's a strong desire that it would, unfortunately or fortunately. Mm, so that's the mind again. Yeah. yeah. Mind is looking for something out of it. It's more a yielding. You see, it's the heart that has to open its door. For, not literally, but this is for Dean. <laughs> it's the energy of the heart. That, that accepts the, the intellectual knowledge. If the mind is driving the knowledge down to the heart, it's going to bing, bounce back up again. It's like you as pure consciousness has to be in the heart to accept it. I understand what you are saying, but 
but maybe I don't understand what you're actually actually saying, if you know what I mean. Yes, yes, because my words are, are only on top of what I'm really yeah. trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. The next step cannot come from your mind. Mm. A desire will only hinder the next step. It's the pause button. A desire is the pause button. But familiarity with the energy of your heart, of that center, can shine, a, can make it shine a bit brighter so that the wisdom will naturally drop into it. The wisdom will find its way there. And if I ask you how, you will tell me it's a mind question. I'd say you've popped right up again. <clears throat> Which you have described as love as a feeling, so there's a thread. Mm. So, um, for lack of a better word, actually, and I don't mean feeling as. I know. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But devotion is familiar to you. Yes. What's the connection between love and devotion? In a way, it's the same thing. Devotion is, an, is love. Whether one looks at it, I'm devoted to something, or see, the word something is just not, you know, the mind comes in to explain this thing. Because devotion is generally to an object. You know, you're mm -hmm. devoted to Mm. personal God or whatever uh -huh. or music or uh -huh. probably love is the vehicle is, is, the, is the way to that because you really have to love something for devotion you know like yes it's, that's why I'm saying in some ways they are the same okay and so for you when there is a, 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 a when devotion is being experienced mm. Does it still have an object of devotion? No. Ah. So tell me about it. I think there is there is this softness. Yes. The feeling of softness. Yes. And feeling of love. That's all? Yes. Okay. Does it have the capacity... Okay, I'm kind of asking that mm -hmm. softness now. I want to talk to that. Does it have the capacity to, to expand? I have not explored that. Mm. When you say expand, you mean 
I know any. It feel I, I, what I'm what I'm kind of sniffing out is that softness and love, which are other words for devotion, like more the experience, the direct experience that you have of devotion, softness and love. <clears throat> I'm investigating if there is a, a framework which confines how that expression must def- must be defined. find out if the expression of love and softness can be described did you did no, you know it feels confined confined yeah I, mean, i it to me also as i say it it's like it's coming from a, a, a very specific yeah energetic house and that softness and love is wild and passionate and free and explosive hmm. it after all houses wisdom And I would have to say I have uh, not had that experience. Am I open to it? Of course. Yes. Yes. Do you ever read Rumi? Or Hafiz? Or sometimes, anything? yes. I do read Rumi sometimes. How does that sit? It's, very inter- it's a very interesting question. For the longest time, I did not resonate. I mean, I would probably just pay lip service to it, you know, read Rumi, blah, 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 you uh, know. Uh-huh. Then recently, I guess, um, there has been a tendency to, to read, you know, just a page here and there. And the expression of Rumi about, it's so wild sometimes, like it just says things which... absolutely doesn't make sense because mind obviously is, is yes vetting it yes Auditing so um, mm. so yes I've, I've had that experience uh, reading Rumi um, I haven't read a lot of uh, Hafez um, that's all I can say now There's a little bit more for you to read then, isn't there? Hmm. Yeah.
do you think um too much involvement with the world is a deterrent for me mm. what would be your own answer to that question <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Jack, you're very smart. <laughs> I would say it can be. Okay. But attending to the world in the right context is fine. And in fact, it's quite agreeable. Yes. expecting nothing from the world and if you can connect with the world while there is nothing expected from it it's fine mm. when you tip the balance and you want something okay be careful too much yes but your work is to explore the heart is to find out what that mad eros is Mm. So my homework you've given me is to read Rumi. You know? Yes, and Hafiz. And Hafiz. Yes. I prefer Hafiz actually. Yeah, and to read it and feel it. Your mm. mind will want to, of course. And I'm kind of tricking the mind by giving yeah. you something to read. to go through because you can't access the heart except like your mind will have to crank up and then and then you know <laughs> yeah it lead you into it and so you're kind of trying to find the energetic feeling of it you know you know like you, yeah. you know find the essence of what they're talking about so that you'll be reading it from your with your heart mhm the heart will be using the intellect and what about this practice because earlier when you were talking to the other gentleman you know you're talking about the mantra of um, saying i'm not the body i'm not a person mm. what about saying the repetition of saying my true nature is love i am love would that be a good practice you could do you feel you need a sentence for your mind to anchor onto I don't know I I'm just asking actually mm. I I don't know whether I would need this Yes If you feel you need it use it but don't add on something unless there's actually a mm. it would be really you know knowing that it would be really useful to have a, mm. an anchor mm. for your mind to line up with this If it does need it yeah I am pure love I am love 
and pure love, something along that line, fine. Mm. But I'm not feeling that there's an that that could be would be as potent right now as it could be in another situation. Mm-hmm. So let this be my homework until next time, or okay. whenever. Yes, or whenever. Whenever. Yes. Hi there, ma'am. Hi there, ma'am. <laughs> So, this chart this morning and and the discussions around it arose some curiosity about prior experience and some experiences. So, I think it's a, a curiosity to understand something as opposed to knowing something. Yes. Um, and, you know, mind is doing a negating, and there's also a clearer motivational check. So I, I'm trying to... So when you're saying under, understand something as opposed to knowing something, you mean the mind knowing it? Um, or or is, the, is there a recognition that may, there's a I knowing mean, at the deeper level? I mean, understanding comes from mind, but there's still, I don't know, there seems to be an in-between in place. Maybe okay. that's... Okay. So which one has the knowing? The, not the mind. Okay, so it's the other knowing and to connect and understand it from Correct. That. Gotcha. So, um, almost 40 years ago, I had the experience of, you know, beauty is not even the right the word, glistening every single molecule, every mm. single... Whether on the, you know, on the, in the grossest sense, it was gross, some of it, you know, but it wasn't. You, you know what I'm saying? That overwhelming, there was no edge. Yes. There wasn't even really a body. A body was just, uh-huh. uh, and... On the one hand, it was mind-blowing, but it wasn't, because there was a knowing, even though nothing had ever happened like that before. Um, I mean, it was undeniable, so it wasn't, and it was undeniable that that's, that it came from a place of truth, whatever, whatever that is. There yes. was no... There was no, actually, for this one, there was no even background yes. at that time to any of this. Yes. You know, uh, I was a rebel. I, did, I mean, I didn't read a book or hardly or anything. Uh-huh. So, and it lasted, I mean, I want to say the word intense, but it's, it wasn't intense. But the, the fullness of it, which was endless and had no frame, no, no boundaries, not so much endless, at the notes and end, but 
You know what I'm saying? I do. Um, it lasted for some days, mm. and I have no clue. There was functioning, but I have no clue mm. how that happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wasn't even aware of working mind yes, functioning. Yes, you know, yes. It was just yes, happening okay. without, almost without notice, barely. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that there was no other, but it was almost like there was nobody that really even noticed. Yes. Or they noticed something. They noticed a, maybe a, a grin from ear to ear, but they didn't, they didn't, they hadn't a, a clue. Yeah. As to what. And yeah. there was no, so in some sense there was, there was no separation. Uh, I think that's what it's. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, in looking back at that, that seems like that would have been unsustainable to stay in a body. And I, I mean, I have no idea. Yes. It eventually, you know, lessened. Yes. Maybe within a week or so. Yes. Um, and there are aspects of it. Um, that seem like they can be always there, but not to, they, they have a different, it has a different quality, mm-hmm. a different, um, I mean, that was so full blown. Yes. I, I can't, yes. I can't, yes. I can't, it so I don't even know, maybe there's yeah. some, maybe that, this other thing is completely different, but it's the only thing that I associate mm-hmm. with, you know, that uh-huh. kind of. Seeing everything different than being concrete. Yes. Or being, I, yes. Words are not... Do you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, I do. Okay. So, I guess the curiosity comes... Um, so, as I said, I think... I knew it. I mean, I knew it, so it didn't freak me out. It didn't... Even after, it didn't... I just... There was just the... Um, and that knowing is even more ingrained... Um, but I guess there's a curiosity for the understanding of it, if that makes sense. Or is it, um, I mean, I don't cultivate it. It comes when it comes, or if I just turn a degree, it's there. Yes. On its, on another level. On another level. Uh Yeah. Mm -hmm. Level's not the right word, but Mm -hmm. another, Mm -hmm. maybe... Mm -hmm. Maybe it's subtler. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. And I'm not sure what my question is, other than yeah. that there a curiosity arose of trying to, okay, what, you know, yeah. this one doesn't usually try and grok things, you yes, know, yes. It, it's just not yes. my nature. Yes, yeah. 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 So, but there was a, yeah. a curiosity to grok it, <laughs> if that makes sense. That's okay. Yeah, let's chat around it and see. So, so when we have a, a, a you know a full on direct experience of something, yeah, the mind afterwards really registers the the contrast between our regular mundane perception 
and this new one. It, it, we're good at registering contrast because that's how we notice things. There's a different to the temperature. There's a different. We, we, we recognise change and that brings our attention to what has changed. Okay? So, so the recognition of the contrast can never be the same as what it was because the vibration that you has were shifted. prior to it, has yes. Has yeah. Yes. When we okay. have an experience okay. like that, we're, whoa, 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 we're pulled okay. out of the dress. It's like not closing the... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So all the while since that, there is a slow merging of the two. The vibration that was that experience yeah. and your day-to-day regular body-mind vibration. Yeah. They get closer. And so how it appeared first day for those four days will never appear like that again. Ah, okay. Because Maybe that was part of the cure. Is that, is that like, you know... Yeah. It'll never okay. again appear the same way. So again... Because the gap was too big between yeah. your mundane and, and, yeah. and seeing yeah. from that well, place where yeah. everything is listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so as, we, as we grow closer to that and, and we feed off the charge that we got, you know, because it pulls us, it pulls us up, clear stuff, you know, we evolve as a result of these injections of light. So it's just more integration. So it integrates. Yeah, that's it. It integrates. If you're at will able to, able to hang out there, it's worth it. It's worth it. Okay. Okay. It's worth it. And see what happens. Just see what happens. I mean, if it really ungrounds you or destabilizes you, let it. But, but it'd be an interesting zone of perception to go into and like, okay, let's access that level of light. Is it memory that's running here? Is, is it, do I have access to the same thing? It will feel different, it will look different. Yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. different. Yeah, I mean, but the, it ha- it's definitely different, but the, the recognition that it's, there's a sameness or yes. that there's a... Yes. Um, the quality of it. Yeah, you can uh, still, it still tastes the it's same. Still, somewhere. there's that. You know, it's it's the it's the plug, so to say, if that makes. It's not that's not the right word. Um, maybe I'm better off leaving it be because I think I. Yeah, it's yeah, still, yeah, yeah. You, you know it's the same thing, even though it's going to look different. It's a different qua- it has a different quality to it, but it's the same, it's part of the same thing. Part of the same that's, zone. That's a better yeah. way to say yeah. it, it makes. Yeah. yeah. And it probably is the very same zone, it's just that you're very different, because you've been injected, you've got a turbocharge, and you know, and, and, and we're never the same, we're never approaching it from the same thing, so it's like, things don't listen as much, and it's like, we've integrated it, the contrast... The contrast is less because we've integrated it. There can be a glistening, but never at that level. No, yeah. Never at that level, but there's always this vibration that was there way before that experience okay. or that whatever it was. Okay. Seeing the vibration uh-huh. is always uh-huh. from, I can always remember that being yeah. there. So, that's why it's similar. Yes. It, it, it's a, there's, that's part of the knowing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. it, it seems like it's all part of the same thing. Yeah. Just okay. different. Okay. Huh. It's 
said, that could be a little diamond. It's worth revisiting a few times. I contracted when you said that. Ah. Interesting. I mean, there was a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think anything that has a quality of good or bad will, that's, yes. I think that's where yes. that came from. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yes. oh, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want to go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's just the way the mind hurts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think that's, but mm-hmm. yes, it's, mm. it could be a gem. Yes, it yes, could it could gem. be. It's a level of perception yeah. that, that, that's, that's coming in. And it's like, actually, you know, let's just revisit well, it a little bit more. And, it's, and, and It's there a lot to different degrees. Sure, yeah, sure. But, uh, but I've been trying to just jump into it. Okay. Yeah, soak it up. Let okay. it charge you a little bit in whatever subtle way it will. It's much, much more subtle now, of course. But, but I'd still drink off that a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. You're welcome. needs to be closer (laughs) okay Um, why do you only have one shot why would you limit yourself I'm not sure Mm. but I've been letting go of that and I finally said I'm just going to come up and see what comes all right so um, I was drawn to you um, Jack because I heard your story in an interview really just a few weeks ago Uh uh-huh and I was drawn to the mediumship aspect of your story because I'm a medium. Uh-huh. And the fact that that was part of your story and you woke up drew me because that seems to be part of my path. Oh, but I struggle with it. I do. Struggle with the path, the mediumship, the waking up. I, all of that. All of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. But I specifically meant the mediumship. I struggle okay. with it because it's. I don't see spirit the way you did. Mm. I hear them and I mm. feel them and mm. I know things. And okay. So I work um, intuitively, it, as an intuitive, but also as a as a medium when I do that work, mm-hmm. which feels like a deep calling for me. Yeah. But I resist it because I don't. I don't like the judgment. So, 
I have myself earn money in a different way, and I follow more um, acceptable paths. So that's, I guess, the background. It seems for me that part of my, um, part of what helps me feel lighter is to increase my frequency, is to either trance or do mediumship or do intuitive work or read metaphysical or books from you or Eckhart or anybody that's woken up. Those are the things that help me feel like, oh, okay, I'm okay. But you said something to someone earlier, I don't remember whom, about who, you know, getting into reading the metaphysical. Um, and he said, I, I don't know, doesn't matter, but um, some part of me registered like, oh, that's... You've said a couple things that made me then go to, or, or that where I went was... Um, The mind's always going to want something else. So reading those things that help me feel lighter, they're just temporary band-aids. Yes. That bums me out. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Because those, everything I just listed, those are the only things I do. Maybe that's not right, but they're about the only things I do that make me feel like, okay, I can, I can stay here. I can be here. Okay. Dora, you're at the ocean and you have a teaspoon. What are you doing? Why would you limit yourself? Why, why are you taking piecemeal and making it hard for yourself? There's enough oxygen for everybody. You can breathe as much as you want, as deeply as you want. The abundance is infinite, infinite in all things, from suffering to joy. Let yourself have it all. Have it all. Let yourself do 24-7 whatever lifts your vibration. Let yourself come up here 10 times a day if that's what you need to do. So the... Personal me is embarrassed, but another part of me recognizes what you said. I'm like, oh, thank you for seeing that and articulating that. The teaspoon. Yeah. I can. I see that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I'm up to. I didn't even know. That's what you're up to. Yeah. <laughs> Splash out and take a few. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter at all. I just do. Yeah. Waste stuff. Waste. You know, in your mind it could be waste. Waste stuff.
take more food on your plate at dinner time just to leave it after you. <laughs> Let yourself have too much yeah. of what's good. You know, that teaching what you need to learn thing, I frequently, you do this a lot, and in my work with people, I frequently frequently find myself talking about, you know, from the wider perspective, from the larger lens. I do this all the time with my arms. Wow. And every time I've done that with somebody, I recognize, I'm like, this is for you too, Dora. Uh-huh. Pay attention, pay attention. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Good for you. And I do, but I haven't, well, it's not that I haven't, I'm just not right now Yeah, in that space. Yeah. I have to go there too. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the self-image and the, the, like, what is it? Is it is it that you could be, I'm kind of talking to another part of you now, is it that you could be, like, persecuted for, for being exposed or just ridiculed, judged, thrown out? What, 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 what could happen around you coming out as a medium? Yeah. People thinking I'm, just the judgment, I just, it scares me, and people thinking I'm fraudulent, or me thinking I'm fraudulent, um, or I'm not good enough. There are better mediums. I'm not a really good medium. But it's just those judgments, just judgments I, I contract <coughs> from the judgment. It scares me. So I just succumb to the fear. But in your regular job right now, there's probably people who do your job better than you as well. Yeah, I don't care as much. <laughs> Why? Because though I like it, I like my work. Um, it doesn't have my heart the way the mediumship and intuitive work do. Okay. So if your heart is in it, you think you're going to be crappy at it or something? I mean, how do you equate those things? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's something about spending a lifetime feeling like I'm different and I don't want to be. I don't want to be different from everybody, even though I'm well aware that everybody's different. (laughs) But I just want to be normal. I don't want to be different. I don't want people to look at me as different. That's as close as I can get, Jack. Well, you wouldn't be different if you lived in Sedona. Mm. I live in Northampton. It's pretty much the same thing. Okay. It's really okay where I live. I know. Yeah, what is this? Where I don't is that know. <laughs> I mean, I live in a place where it's okay. But still you're running the story. Yeah. My sister lives in the same town. She's, you know, I have history there that I get hooked into. Okay. Um, she's not accepting of that at all. Okay. But whatever. She's not really in my life that much. Okay. And I have another sister who's really open to it and has now followed her own path based on wanting to stay close to me. Mm. Mm. So, so who do you really need approval from then? Who do I need approval from? Uh, uh, Whose voice would that be that would say, hey girl, you do what you came here to do. It's your calling, and, right. and you've made up these little excuses not to do it. It's your calling. Right. Like, who do you need that permission from? I guess I need it from me. 
but that's not how I'm... I mean, that's an intellectual answer. Okay. okay. Of course. Um, okay. You know, anybody but me? <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of anybody's. Yeah. You know, because even if you got it from the sister, you don't see so much. Yeah. You'd need it from somebody else. You need it from somebody else. Right. It's an infinite flow there. That's right. Yeah. Because in some way, you're just giving your power. You can tell me that it's not okay. I give you full permission to tell me what I should do for my profession. You're giving that message out there and taking your lead from it. It's your own wiring. Yeah, to sort of grind it to a halt. I do it to myself. Yeah, I won't market myself. I won't do. I know how to do it. I know how to put myself out there, and I, I won't. I let the fear get the best of me, and I'm much happier when I'm doing it. Uh huh. I like teaching people you don't die. Yes, it's like a powerful calling. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There'll always be better people and worse people doing what you're doing. That's, the, you know, yeah. there'll always be. But right. the thing is, if you start looking at that and comparing yourself, you'll have distracted yourself from honoring what you are there to do. So that's a mugs game, really. That's a disaster thing, yeah. a disaster zone to go into, yeah. to start trying to see, to rank yourself. It's like, it's bullshit. Right. You have to honor yourself, and then that's how you find your place. Partly I've been convincing myself as I've been here the last couple of days, like, oh, none of this actually matters. The mediumship, the intuitive work, none of it matters. <laughs> ah, but phenomenally it matters hugely. Yeah. There's little things hiding behind it. What do you mean? Because there's there's identity hiding behind it, no? There's oh. mm, the story there. So something's trying to push through that. And the only way to push through it is by saying, right, quitting the day job. Hello world, this is me. Yeah. This is what I do. Don't like it? Go shop someplace else. <laughs> this is where you buy tomatoes. <laughs> Go over there for something else, you know? That's it. Yeah. Bit of courage, bit of confidence, and a bit of a fuck you attitude would be really good. Yeah. <laughs> be a bit more American. <laughs> and the true, really. <laughs> you have a huge amount to give and you're just letting the tap drip and the tank is behind going yeah. bursting, bursting and you're like, nah, just a little drip is enough because I don't want anybody to see that the tap is on. Right? It's so dumb. Yeah, it's a bit self-destructive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got to change. Yeah. You'll get sick if you don't do it. Yeah. 
I do it. I just drip it. Yeah, you drip it. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. You gotta come out. Yeah, I said to all my gay friends, now I know we're coming out to battle. <laughs> yes. And I'm not doing so well at it. Yes, and you're not doing so well. <laughs> That's it. Ask them where they found the courage. Sure. So you, you, you do know then from the Jack story that I actually had to call myself a ghostbuster. Yeah. I did flyers saying ghostbuster. Yeah. <laughs> Like, just to go against the part of me that did not want to be a flick. Yeah. Like, and wasn't a flick. But as like, canvas yourself as a flick. Just do it because you have such a repulsion against it. Do it. Yeah. I've done flyers. I've done things. And then I'm like, whoa, I'm not doing that. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, the trouble. Back. You're not behind it. Yeah. I push myself. I get courageous. I make myself do stuff. And then I do it. And then I even like it. Yeah. And then I pull back. Okay. Why do you pull back? What is it that you've taken that step and then you can't follow through? What's that? What's the voice? It's like I've... It's like I, when I push myself to do something like that, I override the part of me that's scared rather than taking her by the hand yes. and going. I override her. Yes. Like, Fuck you. We're going. I yes. do it. You know, I'll, I had 20 people in my living room doing mediumship. Loved it. Great. People had a great time. That thing was done. And I'm like, I am never doing that again. All right. Because you, I override You overrode her, so you weren't whole. The work right. won't allow you to be whole. Yeah. Won't allow you to do the work without you being whole. <laughs> right. That. That's what it is, yes. So I've been trying. I've been noticing. Don't. I can't override that part of myself. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't yeah. want to push. Yeah. I don't want to force myself to be courageous. Yeah. Courageous. Yeah. I mean, it is. It takes a certain amount of courage sure. to do certain things, but I, I override some part of myself. Yes. And I don't want to do that anymore. Yes. You have to have a word with her, huh? Yeah. Haven't learned to take her along. Yeah. You've got to talk to her and gently, you know, mature her. Yeah. Spend time with her. I don't know what she's afraid of. What's her story? Jesus. Jack, I t- how many people do I say that to? <laughs> yes, sure, of course. Right? I know. I can see it in you. It's so easy to see that in somebody else, and it's so freaking hard to do it for myself. We teach what we need to learn, huh? Right. That over and over. Yeah. Okay. That's my work. That. Have fun growing balls. <laughs> Thank you. It's great. It's great. Yeah, well done. Oh, well done. It's great. Jack, uh huh. Why we still have the chat? Remember before, like you said, uh, you remember about that reality. Yes. So it fall. Before or uh, at the pure consciousness level? Yes, the pure consciousness, just before the totality. Okay, I just don't, I mean, I heard For the group, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. said it's for like after totality, but it's not. Yeah, it's no, it's just before the totality, capital R reality. Yeah. Just a quick comment. Yes, sure. Uh, somebody asked um, where these circle in the Celtic cross 
what it, where it com uh, compares to that chart. And I think anybody can take these images in different ways, but the way it's taken here yes. is that it would correspond with totality. None the vertical? Hmm? The, 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 the circle. circle. The circle ah, correspond with totality. Beautiful. It's a, it's a uh, awareness of the form and the formless of all of it. Yeah. The, the oh. yeah, and the oh. infinite supply of all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's as if um, there's a starting out at one end of the time uh, space horizontal arm, and gradually moving along to the center. Yes. Then, of course, everything collapses into pure consciousness. Yes, everything collapses into totality. Yeah. It, it's all heading in the one direction. Yeah. What, what is the vertical line? It, uh, it's uh, beyond time and space. Okay, because... It's, it's, it's prior, 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 prior. <laughs> Is that a way of describing it? Yes, yes, because it's your image, but yes, it completely makes sense from yeah. what you say that the image how has significance for you. Now that we're making comments, uh, um, something came to me when Dean asked you how to evoke that love. Yes. Can't hear you. When Dean asked Jack, how to, to evoke, evoke that love, evoke love. Yes. And you turned the question back to him. Yes. And you said, what would love say? What would love say? Uh, I want to share what came up immediately for me. Come to me. Come to me. Mm. Yeah. I heard follow me. You heard follow me. Mm. Oh, it's beautiful. Make you want to cry, isn't it? Mm. Oh, I know these tears. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just conscious of the time. We've gone over. Do do you, do you, do you need to come up this evening, Henry? Do you need to do it now? I don't need no. I I was inter I'm interested, but I think the timing is like right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. We'd have more time in the morning. Susan, you're the same. No, no, no. I don't know. I just want to say I have two volumes of Hafiz in my room. Have you now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. We are neighbors. You can. Neighbors, if you want to borrow that. Sure. You could do your homework tonight. <laughs> <laughs> How beautiful. And tomorrow I'll be awake. <laughs> Maybe so. Why not now? Yeah.